Namaste Jai Hind you're listening to ANI podcast with Smita Prakash Now today we speak with Jairam Ramesh he has been picked by uh, the Gandhi family presumably to head the media and communication uh, cell of the Congress party Now he he came in when there was already a pretty active media and communication cell Mr Surjewala was heading it so everybody wondered what is it that he's going to bring new to the table because you know um he has a history of being Rahul Gandhi's daddy's boy in the sense that he was he worked in Raj, with Rajiv Gandhi's team with Sam Petroda he worked with Manmohan Singh Dr Manmohan Singh he worked with Sitaram Kesri and you know everybody uh, before rahul gandhi came onto the political spectrum so one wondered what he's going to bring to the table more of the old guard but not really he's become uh, it's a new avatar of jairam ramesh that you're watching you're seeing him being super aggressive taking on the bjp on every media platform on uh, social media on traditional media uh, and he's he's very angry you know when it comes to the way media has been uh, so called treating him i spoke to him uh, during the course of the interview about you know this victim mentality that the congress has with regard to how the media treats and he came on pretty strong it was a very interesting talk so listen in as to what jairam ramesh has to say about the media about rahul gandhi about bharat jodo about his term uh, when he was a minister uh, about his years in uh, in iit in mit what it was like to work with all the stalwarts of the congress party and now with this new avatar in bharat jodo joining me also is siddharth a congress beat reporter I thank you so much for coming with us and talking to ANI podcast with Smita Prakash. There's something new that we've started. We're already late. We should have done this years ago. But uh now you know it's like there are so many formats. So you want to get into every format. So we said, well, why not uh uh start with this. Now, um there are several questions that I have. I mean, you're speaking to the media every day. But uh everybody right that's my job that's your job normally i wouldn't do it correct you are uh, like the youngsters of today even the young journalists don't know that you were you were doing this long ago you were an anchor well in 94 95 you know i i had to make some money mm. you know i couldn't survive on a government salary and at the end of the month have 200 rupees or 300 rupees left in my bank balance So I had an offer from uh, Ananda Bazar Patrika. They were doing a new television program on Doordarshan mm. called Business Breakfast. So they asked me whether I want to anchor it. I said sure. Mm. So all of '95 and the first half of '96, uh, you know, it was good for my bank balance. You're doing a morning show, which is the morning. I used to get up at four o'clock in the yeah. morning, like I'm doing now in the Bharat Jodo Yatra. Uh, I used to get up at four. My guests would come to the studio in Savdarjang Enclave. at 6 and we would go through the day's headlines mm. uh, on economics it was on economics and business uh, remember it was 95 96 a completely different india it was yeah. it was an india that was opening up yeah. uh, in india in which the corporate sector had still to become mm. the colossus that it has become today uh, and everybody came i i you know for for 18 months i did this program business you were, breakfast uh, there's one critic who called you the ashwarya rai of yeah yeah all sorts of names but were you embarrassed with all with that <laughs> absolutely not were, but it was fun it was fun yeah. you know getting different uh, different people on the show yeah. getting businessmen business women mm. getting economists getting government servants uh, you know and did couple of 
political leaders. It was not a political show, Smitha. It was mm. a business show. Business show, correct. It was a business show. Yeah. It was to highlight mm. a business perspective and mm. it was to take the day's morning headlines, you know, which you see in BBC and, you know, Channel 4 and all these mm. other newspapers and just go over and try to look beyond the headlines to get to the real stories of the day. Yeah, you just tweeted, uh, you know, you saw that leopard picture somebody had tweeted in IIT and you talked about uh, your years when you I were in IIT. I spent 12 years on campus. Never yeah. saw a leopard in my life. Never. Yeah. 12 years I was on campus. Yeah. You see, what has happened is just across the pipeline, huh. the water pipeline in the IIT campus, there is the Ari Mill colony. And then there is this Borivili, you know, the national park. Human habitation is also coming there. Human encroachments have taken place. Human habitations have taken place. Mm. The leopards are moving out. This is happening not only in Powai, it's happening across the country. And the leopard, unlike the tiger, is a very sociable, you know, it's a very adaptable animal. Mm. The tiger is a forest animal. Mm. uh, But the leopard is an urban animal. So you'll find the leopard in Gurgaon, you'll Mm. find Faridabad, you know, and they go after cats, they go after chicken. So you uh, went to IIT, you went to Carnegie Mellon, uh, and I mean, the, there's a huge body of work which you are doing. You did PhD. Well, I, did all the, PhD. I did all the things that, you know, uh, normal middle class South, South Indian, Indian family. Uh, yeah. bre- bre- families are expected. So you to did be, engineering because your dad said yeah, you 100%, yeah, I, I, right? I was 16 all when I gave the IIT boys. entrance exam. Yeah. I was 16. Uh, I had no intention of joining IIT. My father was a professor in IIT, so... Huh. He forced me to join IIT, hmm. Bombay. Uh, what engineering I was so stream? glad that I, at, at the age of 21, when I got my degree, I just, I was never... Been I, there, I, I done always, that. When people introduce me as an engineer, yeah. I always correct them. I say, I'm not an engineer. I'm somebody who has an engineering degree. degree. I got it by mistake. What engineering Mechanical. Mechanical, okay. So I gave the IIT entrance, got in, hmm. then I, you know, did everything that what IIT graduates normally do, huh. applied to go abroad. So huh. got a scholarship, went abroad. But then I did something which no IIT graduates ever did at that time and still don't do, which is come back to India. So I okay. came back to India in 1980. You abandoned your PhD. I, I did. Don't know. Why Actually, did uh, after one and a half years, I just discovered this is not my cup of tea. Okay. I couldn't complete... Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, this I was in take, MIT. I, I, yeah, I would take four years to complete, and then at the end of it, I'd be an academic. So it just I didn't have the intellectual rigor at that time, and I came back. I had a good offer. I came back in eighty. So that's something that was somewhat alien to what my generation in did. the eighties. They yeah, did in the, yeah. coming back in the eighties and applying for a cooking, you know, for a LPG connection, uh, applying for a phone. <laughs> didn't have a car. I had a Barsati in Anand Lok. You're married uh, then? No. No, no. Not I yet. Back. I got mm. married in 81. Okay. Huh. Uh, and also, you know, you, you have I all this... I discussing Bharat Jodo Yatra. We are getting to that, promise yeah. you. Okay. We, you. I'm just going chronologically. Chronology. There's no connection between so, my life and the Bharat Jodo Yatra. No, you are a strategist. I want yeah. to get to why you, uh, you've been picked to be the strategist for media, for the Bharat Jodo. Why has the Gandhi family picked you? I think you should ask uh, Mrs. Sonia Gandhi Right. Next time, yeah. I'm going to come to you to tell her to come to this podcast, please. <laughs> I certainly request Shai. her. I yes. certainly tell her that I was asked why you have appointed me yeah. and you are the only person who so can answer So I would have this asked this to Narsimha Rao who picked you. I would have asked it to VP Singh who picked you. I would have asked Sitaram Kesri who picked you. Dr. I Manmohan would have Singh. asked Dr. Manmohan, Manmohan Singh, Singh who picked you. I would have asked or koi Sam Petroda no, who Sam picked Petroda. you. Or koi hai? 
अब मुझे बताना एंड नाउ यू टेलिंग मी आई शुड गो इनटू योर पास्ट नो सो द गॉड हैज यू नो बीन काइंड टू मी नो नो द मेन इन द कांग्रेस बिसाइड्स द गांधी फैमिली हैव बीन काइंड टू यू और हैव सीन योर पोटेंशियल एंड प्लीज डोंट टेल मी व्हाई आई टेल यू द सीक्रेट ऑफ माय सक्सेस आई वाज द फर्स्ट मैन टू स्टार्ट यूजिंग अ लैपटॉप आ ओके सी आई स्टार्टेड यूजिंग अ लैपटॉप इन 1990 I was probably the first man in government of India to have a laptop. Okay. I had a small Zenith laptop. It was a oh, made in Rajiv Gandhi's computer yes. boys. No, Rajiv Gandhi had a big Toshiba computer. Huh. I was the first one who had a laptop. Okay. It was a, literally a laptop. It was okay. made in Taiwan. Uh-huh. Got into India it, at SEEPS, the Santa Cruz Electronic Processing yeah. Zone. So I was one of the probably the first, huh. and I certainly was the first to get an email address. So okay, my email address was Jairam at vsnl dot com. <laughs> I was probably the first man to get a vsnl dot com email okay. address. This was right. in ninety six. Okay, so yeah, I mean the fact that I had a laptop, I had a portable printer. Uh, and I had an email address. Among all these dinosaurs, right? Sorry? Who among all the right. dinosaurs who wanted triplicate me, merko form de do? Why would you, with all this American education, you would have got a good corporate job? Why did no, you? No, no, I never wanted to get into the corporate sector. No, I mean the one thing that has always been with me, I wanted to work in the public domain. So huh. that's why you know in eighty one when I eighty when I came back, hmm. I started working in the government of India. I worked in different. I worked in the Ministry of Industry. Then Dr. Manmohan Singh recruited me into the Planning Commission with a couple of others. Um, so I worked in the you know various finance ministry. So I worked in the government of India. Uh, I was a what what is today what Mr. Modi calls lateral service. Hmm, you you, know, it you was, got it. I was one of yeah. the products of the lateral service in the 80s. Monte hmm. Kaluvalia, for example, hmm, hmm. Uh, many others, Vijay Kilkar, myself. We all joined laterally with the Indian lateral service. Uh, and uh, so in 90 what happened was uh, when the change took place when vp singh became the prime minister yeah. i just went to call on mr rajiv gandhi whom i had known because i'd worked with mr sam petroda so he asked me what are you doing so i said sir this is what i'm doing you know uh, and then he said why well, doesn't sound very exciting why don't you come and work with me for the elections mm. so i said elections are you going to call have elections soon mm. so he said could be this was december of 1990 uh, right So I started working with Mr Gandhi mm. in December of 1990 and so that's how my political journey started okay. and uh, May 1991 he was assassinated and you know Mr Narasimha Rao obviously I whom I had never met in my life obviously you were from Andhra right no, no, I mean originally born in Chikmagalur Chikmagalur okay the same state as you are okay right I used to speak to your father in Kannada in Kannada okay but uh, there is some connection to uh, Andhra also I was an MP from Andhra MP for from two Andhra. terms okay. from 2004 to 2000 Um, uh, 16. I was an MP for two terms. That Mahara. didn't bring you close to Narasimha Rao. No, 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 no. Narasimha no, Rao. He no, wasn't no, parochial in that absolutely. respect. No, no, no. Narasimha. I became an MP in uh, 2004. Oh. Mr. Narasimha Rao passed away passed in 2004. Away. Correct, correct, correct. So no, no. Narasimha Rao. You yeah. must have seen me working with Mr. Gandhi. You know, you must have heard. Okay. Must have. Done his okay. due diligence, so I started working with him, huh. uh, and then, uh, then you know, Congress lost power in ninety yeah. six. Uh, Mr. Chidambaram asked me to join him in the finance ministry when he so was the finance minister. So it's always this. This kind of a bureaucratic Rajya Sabha. I mean, that's the criticism that you've been no, around 90, for 40 years. No, up to 90. But you haven't come for an election. I mean, Gulam Nabi Azad also said this. I have never wanted to fight an election. Why? Well, no, I mean, I, first of all, I don't have the resources to fight an election. Ah. Uh, uh, number one. Number two, I don't think I'm cut out for 
uh, 24 by 7 political life. You know, I have other interests in life. I like to read. I like to write. I like to travel. Uh, so, and that's, life that's of a Lok Sabha okay. MP is, is the most difficult job in our country. Yeah. It's a thankless job. It's a 24 by 7 job, and I've seen many of my colleagues, you know, and I admire their tenacity and I admire their endurance. And I knew from day one that if I am in politics, yeah. I'm going to be a backroom political animal. I'm going to be an You know, I, even I'm for Rajya Sabha, I'm going to be an intellectual in politics. Although the intellectuals think I'm a politician, and the politicians think yeah. I'm an intellectual. Exactly. You know? Now I didn't want to say so this. I'm asking the worst, you. The worst, the uh, worst abuse you can get in politics is what the buddhijivi hai. See, normally, you know, buddhijivi is supposed to be a sign of you know good acceptance. In fact, you want politician calls you buddhijivi. You're too well read. Yeah, too well read for politics because politics. Sitaram Kesri once told me that Jaram, yeah, listen, see, the politics is not done with the mind; it's done with the heart. Okay. So, heart, heart, you increase your heart. Use your mind. In fact, there was one interview or something that, or you gave, or somebody said that it was a comment that you made in passing that you know uh, you probably uh, you know the well-read people in the Congress don't find their uh, upward trajectory very quick. Uh, no, this was years ago. You know, it's it's it, you know it's tragic because in the fifties, Indian politics was entirely different. The Indian Freedom Movement was all well-read people well, yes, who came into the Freedom yeah, Movement. Yeah, correct. I mean, extraordinarily well-read, hmm. and they wrote books. Hmm. And they didn't have ghost-written books. They hmm. wrote books on their own. Hmm. You know, unlike many people in politics who have ghost-written books, ghost writers. These people, Rajagopalachari, Nehru, Bose, Gandhi, Patel, hmm. all of them were all extremely well-read people and professional people. But and that writers. changed. That changed somewhere in the sixties and seventies, because and I'm you know I don't regret it because that's mm. Indian politics itself changed. The mm. nature of Indian politics changed. Uh, it became more competitive. It became more populist. It became much deeper into the ground. Democracy became deeper. Isn't that what what it should be? No, like? that's the way it should be. Mm. Because till the I would say till the late sixties, um, politics was still sort of a you know aristocratic. Middle class, well-educated people coming hmm. from you know well-to-do backgrounds, professional backgrounds. But that changed, and I'm glad it changed because today, if there is one instrument of social mobility in India, it's not the media, it's not the corporate sector, it's hmm. not the bureaucracy, it's politics. Okay. It's politics has given voice and identity. To people from sections of society which have been discriminated and disadvantaged for centuries, and yet at one point of time, when you were asked whether you know you will get another term in Rajya Sabha, you'd said the Congress Party is not going to nominate me to the Rajya Sabha. I'm not scheduled caste, woman, Muslim, backward, or anything. I don't have a godfather, godmother. Tomorrow, if I were to join BJP, my chances of nomination would be. Probably much brighter. Maybe a flippant remark. I don't remember having made that remark. There are many remarks attributed okay. to me. Okay. Uh, you know, there are many remarks attributed to Mahatma Gandhi, for example, yeah. which he never made. Or Lincoln. One of the one of the most famous comments on, of Gandhi, which he never made, was that the world is enough for everybody's need, but not enough for everybody's greed. greed. Mahatma Gandhi never said never that, said. but we like to think that he said it. Okay. You know, so so that's one of those comments that uh, have been attributed. Did you get to miffed me. at times when if you didn't get a job, you had to quit you because no, I, you didn't play to the gallery you no, didn't do the jeevuzuri we decided see remember from 98 to 2004 we were down in the dumps mm. and in 2004 nobody expected us to win mm. 
least of all Congress leaders. All senior Congress leaders, barring Mrs. Gandhi and one or two other people, were convinced that Mr. Vajpayee was coming back because. And India, you had to India run the shining. war room at that I time. I was running the war room at that time. Hmm. Me and Salman Khurshid were the only two people hmm. running the war room. It was a, it was a two Avenue. room, 99 South, South Avenue. Avenue. 99 South Avenue. 99, 99, 99 South Avenue, didn't, which didn't have a toilet and which we had to go to the nearby Claridge's Hotel every time, you know, we had to uh, use the toilet. Yeah. Uh, and um, it was so a two room operation. So it was Vajpayee versus Khichdi, you know, Vajpayee yeah, versus it, it who? Was, it was, no, not even Khichdi. The Khichdi comes after. Post, okay. Remember the UPA? 272 the UPA wasn't form, happening. UPA is formed after the election. So we... We post, went post, post election. Post it was post election. It was that India shining no, election. India shining versus so, Aam Aadmi yeah. ko kya mila. Huh. Our campaign was Aam Aadmi ko kya mila. Yeah. Of course, the word Aam Aadmi then got appropriated by okay. Mr. Kejriwal and company. But our entire campaign in hmm. 2004, hmm. and as Mr. Vajpayee was asked once, Vajpayee ji, kya hua? So hmm. Vajpayee in his inimitable style remarked, ye kya kahen, aisa chunav hai. जो जीता उसको कोई उम्मीद नहीं थी कि वो जीतेंगे और जो हारे वो कभी उम्मीद सोचा भी नहीं था कि वो हारेंगे तो दिस इज दिस वाज अ विक्ट्री दिस वाज अ विक्ट्री दैट द विक्टर्स डिडंट एक्सपेक्ट and this was a victory that the losers didn't expect and the media also i think was not giving nobody, you much nobody, scope at that time nobody but yeah. you know we had done a we had done a opinion poll uh, which we then selectively not planted but selectively shared with sections of the media which showed that the congress could well emerge as the single largest party and i remember that there was shock there was consternation even amongst my senior colleagues how can the congress uh, you know be the single largest party mm. but the fact is that we emerged as the single largest party in 2004 in 2009 of course uh, we were the party in power. I still ran the campaign in 2009. But nevertheless, it was an easier campaign because we were running it as an incumbent government. Uh, and I actually, to be honest with you, I did not expect to get more than 175 or 180 seats. Mm. My late friend and his colleague who worked with me, Mr. Ahmed Patel, and I were comparing notes before the counting day. And, you know, our most optimis optimistic assessment in 2009 uh, was maybe 175 to 180. We ended up getting mm. 2009 and uh, 209. We Tell got 209 at that time. in 2009. And we were the second largest party in UP. It's we got 22, 22 seats. seats in UP. This was in 2009, just 13 years ago. See, now, of course, you're writing our obituaries. <laughs> so, you know, it's the moral of the story is never, you never know. an obituary of the Congress party. And best laid plans of yeah. mice and men. Right. right, in 2004, what the whole uh, spiel was that, you know, of India shining. Yeah. At that stage, I mean, you worked with Narsimha Rao. You, you were in the you were in OSD at that time, right? You worked in that. You knew that, uh, you know, they were talking about... Um, uh, the India shining thing. Why couldn't you at that time say that, hey, we had the 1991 reforms. We were the ones who ushered in. Somehow, the Congress party doesn't embrace that no, part. No, we knew that was a non-starter. We knew it was a non-starter. We did dipstick service. Okay. Uh, and we and we found that there was a lot of, uh, you know, there was a lot of um, disappointment that their people's lives had not changed. And there was this big image being portrayed of India shining. Uh, and in fact, this line, Aam Admi Ko Kya Mila, came from a vox pop that we did 
with a with a group of people in Sonepat. Okay. Uh, so Sonepat, one you know, jarred farmer in his own accent said, "India shining, wow, but." आम आदमी को क्या मिला सो वी आम आदमी को क्या मिला सो आम आदमी को क्या मिला वो बहुत लेटर डोंट यू फील दैट आई मीन इट्स ओनली नाउ लाइक सी व्हेन निर्मला सीतारामन सेज दैट दे वर दैट यू नो द रिफॉर्म्स वर इनकंप्लीट और समथिंग देन यू गेट अप टू डिफेंड और नॉट यू एज सच बट आई मीन द कांग्रेस पार्टी इट्स नेवर गिवन ड्यू टू दैट पीरियड एंड नेवर ओन्ड इट नॉट एग्जैक्टली ट्रू बट रिमेंबर द कांग्रेस पार्टी जस्ट द ओपेट कॉलम्स ऑफ मे बी चिदंबरम एंड यू दैट्स इट कांग्रेस पार्टी इज बेसिकली a center left party hmm it's not a left of center party okay. it's a center left party hmm it's traditionally been a center left party and there was ambivalence in the congress party on the 91 reforms there was ambivalence and mr narsimhrao and dr manmohan singh had tremendous problems sure. navigating these reforms not just the left the parties who no, were in the coalition within, within the, the congress party, party. Yeah. within the congress party the majority of the congress mps were very ambivalent on the reforms that you know were introduced it took uh, dr manmohan singh's intellectual ability and manmohan and dr mr narsimhrao's uh, political skills to help navigate these reforms in 91 and 92 now once the reforms started showing results then what started off as compulsion people then became convinced you know narsimhrao didn't believe in these reforms in mm. 91 he you know we would discuss every day and he would say this is my compulsion but by 93 mr narsimhrao would go to uh, davos and say this is my conviction so compulsion becomes conviction you not right when you see that no, the no, people the results, are benefiting yeah, yeah when yeah. the results were coming out you know investment was coming uh, but, the okay, headlines were good i'm kind of confused as to where you stand because you you seem to be a proponent of this opening up of the economy but at the same time you you anti bt brinjal you were anti and your your whole tenure as environment minister you you talk about anti mining activities that mine is mining it doesn't so where do you stand i can't figure out I, you naxal and extreme left know, I, I don't are you have right an ideology i don't have an ideology i'm not extreme left i'm not center right either i'm a, i'm an extreme centrist hmm. extreme centrist and i think what is extreme centrist extreme centrist is you try to find the middle ground at every point of time you find the middle ground and if you don't find the middle ground there are some times in which you don't find the middle ground then you go by the book So the reason why I threw the book at Vedanta on Niyamgiri is because they had violated every single environmental law. The reason why I threw the book at Lavasa, uh, you know, although Lavasa had a lot of political backers, is because Lavasa never had any environmental clearances. The reason why I threw the book on BT Brinjal was simply because that the scientific community itself was not convinced that BT Brinjal was in India's best interest. So I it came out later, right? There, there is was a doubt. There was the Jayanti tax, and there was no, the no, environment. No, came much later, but mm. I don't want to talk about that. But I can tell you about my tenure today. Uh, well, today we are talking. The entire country is excited by cheetah, and uh, our prime minister uh, has said, "70 साल के लिए चीता के बारे में कुछ नहीं किया गया." In 2009, I was the one who introduced the cheetah project. Today, I saw your I, tweet. Today, I put out the letter. to show that the prime minister but it, it uh, never fructified right, right? No, so no, many I'll tell you why it didn't fructify I went to South Africa in 2010 I identified the place where we were going to get cheetahs and some people went to the supreme court because you were and bringing the lions and the cheetahs to live in no, the same place no they will live one day mark my words mark my words kuno in kuno one day lions and cheetah 
if you have been to east africa lions and cheetahs share the same habitat yeah but lions and cheetahs share the same habitat unfortunately the lion in india is not it's become a, a matter of pride it's matter of politics nobody uh, one person does not supreme court has said we must develop a second home for the lion the second home for the lion was kuno kuno was developed as a uh, home for the uh, for the gir lion but one man says no no this is gujarati asmita i will not let the lion go from gir and that's why you know that kuno had to be developed as a cheetah habitat now the point i'm making is that this is again as an example uh, the people went to the supreme court and for supreme court for 7 years why would the supreme court of india have to decide whether cheetah should be introduced or not surely this is a forest a, bench when no, people no, this go, is a, this is a matter for everything goes like all environment no, no, this is a related issues not when i when, was minister not when right. i was minister not when, the the reason why it goes to the judiciary is because the executive is not functioning it this is the job of the executive the job of the judiciary is not to take decisions on behalf of the executive you, it is to interpret the laws not to implement the laws so uh, there was another thing that had happened was that when i think uh, uh, i don't recall exactly was when uh, you were uh, castigated at one point of time for bringing in the uh, the chinese telecom uh, you were in china and you said that the home ministry is being extremely no, no, we should we should have a we should, we should be more pragmatic on china well, so now tell me in hindsight exactly in hindsight do you by the way i worked very well with the chinese with on the, the climate change negotiations hmm. i set up the basic group which was brazil south africa india and china and we worked very well together it was a different china mm. it was not hu it, it was not uh, xi jinping. jinping it was uh, Pre- prime minister wen jiabao wen jiabao and oh, of course hu jintao was a president but the yeah. premier was wen jiabao mm-hmm. we worked very well i went to china three times a year the chinese came here three times a year we met in different parts of the world mm. uh, we collaborated at copenhagen we collaborated very well look the bureaucracy the, the chinese changed later the chinese changed later and the the, the dominant paradigm mm. of we we have our differences but let's set our differences aside and let's work out areas of cooperation was the paradigm that was set in december of 1988 when mr rajiv gandhi and deng xiaoping met now unfortunately the chinese decided to break that paradigm mm. in 2020 and today that model is broken so, so then- we have to reset our entire relationship today if you were to ask me today if you were to ask me would i advocate chinese investments in india i would say no but there was a time when i said let's get the chinese let's let indian investors go to china i remember tcs i remember infosys aurobindo pharma tata steel uh, apollo tires i went with them to china so let's i said investment is a two way process let chinese uh, com- uh, companies come to huawei came to bangalore yeah, exactly. huawei, huawei came to bangalore yeah. i was a user of huawei huawei had a, a tie up with tata telecom at that point of time so there was a time when i advocated but that's how they were trying to get the inroads yeah, so right indians also should do the same thing no hmm. so indian investments also were being promoted hmm. in china hmm. chinese investments were being promoted in india hmm. but in today's environment you know my approach to china has changed you know i wouldn't advocate the same approach we have to get the politics of our relationship back uh, on the, on the on the track it was before march 2020 march 2020 was clearly a turning decisive turning point yeah things have to be remapped to, yeah, now yeah absolutely we have to go back i mean you can't have a situation where you know the status quo ante has been disturbed unilaterally 
Okay. Let me get now to the present. Yes, yes. Please, please, enough of me. How did, how did you get picked uh, to be the general secretary in charge of media communication? No, I, just, I didn't. How did I, that happen? I don't happen? understand the decision making went behind my appointment. Look, nobody but understands the decision making no, in no, your party. No, no, That's no, why no, I want to ask nobody. you. Nobody. I mean, these decisions are not taken in a panchayat style. Who will become general secretary? That's a little bit. Some people decide they must have discussed. Who the people? It's I'm, just basically sure the, the Gandhi family, organization. right? I'm sure Who's that? Mr. Rahul Gandhi, Mr. Venugopal would have been there. I see. Mr. Rahul Gandhi would have been Kaun there. Who will tell me? Tell me truth. They will not tell you. They are modest. This was discussed uh, in uh, Udaipur. It was discussed in Udaipur. But for me, the most important important thing that we cover is that the political critics are saying that you are the most important thing is that presentation is master. तो लगता है कि शायद इनका नाम जो है वो प्रेजेंटेशन मतलब हारी हुई बाजी को भी कहते हैं कि हम तो जीत रहे हैं इज दैट इट ये तो मनोवैज्ञानिक बात है ये तो ये ये इलेक्ट्रल बैटल है ये विचारधाराओं का टक्कर है मुकाबला है पर ये मनोवैज्ञानिक जंग भी है अगर आप मन में हार जाते हो तो आप कुछ नहीं कर पाओगे तो आपको हमेशा सकारात्मक ढंग से सोचना पड़ेगा मैं बार-बार हमारे कांग्रेस वालों को कहता हूं पहला आधा जंग आधा बैटल मन में है Okay. So this whole Bharat so psychologically we are we were down okay. and we were being you know attacked we were being attacked by the BJP we were being attacked by our own colleagues like-minded parties of course we were the favorite target of the media, media. so you know but uh, then when you keep losing it's not targeting the party huh get this i'm not i'm not speaking on behalf of the media but generally when 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 the party doesn't even want to fight when the party doesn't even want to save a government which is in the doldrums because of various machinations which are happening the leadership doesn't even try then will the other parties will the media will writers, op-ed editors, whatever, will they not write and say, and then the Congress says, we've targeted them. Isn't that Congress it? bashing is a favorite pastime, not only for right-wingers. Hmm. Unfortunately, Congress bashing has become a favorite pastime even for liberals. Okay. And even for so-called secular commentators. Don't you think See, because the liberals get irritated? very easy target. Congress ko can you imagine in this country Congress being target. an easy target? When is it a very like... easy target? It's a very easy target. This Congress is bashing. such a victim mentality you, the that the Congress it's has. It's an easy target. You try targeting the BJP and you'll be finished. But the BJP used you'll to say finished. the same thing and you've you been in politics. the Prime Minister. You try targeting the Home Minister. Did and you will be finished? Could anybody target Mr. Chidambaram when he was Home Minister in the media? He was. Oh, come People. on. Operation Could Green Hunt. anybody, a, a, the only Operation person. Green Hunt, a mythical Operation Green Hunt, he was accused of. Could, he was accused of Could so many anybody things. target Mr. Prana Mukherjee? Could yeah, anybody many, target many, Sonia Prana Gandhi Mukherjee, when the UPA Prana was Mukherjee in power? He was called a, a servant of Reliance. He was called, a, you know, Reliance Ka Chamcha. Reliance, Reliance Mukherjee. Reliance Mukherjee. So you think you're, the, it's not happening with Adani Ambani today? Of we course are it's doing happening. It. You guys are not no, doing no, it. No, no, what is it? The Congress party is doing it. It's do, there. Do. It's you everywhere. are not doing also, it. Also, in those days, there was no social media, if you remember. This is a new phenomenon with this, where there See, are several you, media the basic, entities, right? The basic right? point is, hmm. basic point, we are living in the world of geo, right? Hmm. You know what I mean. So our No, policy, I don't know. Explain policy, now. Our policy is geo or gene do. 
No, he that is isn't. not the policy of the BJP. It is BJP uh, is only Geo. No, Mr. Ramesh. Geo Jinedo. Geo Jinedo, and you put up Gio, a ch- that chaddi on fire. Is that Geo Jinedo? It's not. We didn't put a. When somebody put a panja on fire, that you don't uh, talk about. Of course, it was talked about. No, 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 no. Come on. Who criticized the RSS and the BJP for that? Do you when know where? You when this this chaddi on fire came up, right? If you remember Rajiv Gandhi's time, there was this scorpions. Yeah, yeah, and, I know. Redefinitizing. Uh, yeah, redef. That whole campaign that happened, and at that time there was no, a rethink. Let's go back to the question that you had raised. You know, we're getting Do off into twenty different directions. So that's what let's I'm asking back, you. Let's go back. Let's go back to the question. Okay. Fundamental differences that. Fun- See, it's easy to bash the Congress because the Congress doesn't bash you back. The Cong- there is there is a certain degree of liberalism in the Congress still. Because maybe there's a truth. No, in it's not the truth. The it's just the, it's the approach of the Congress. Sabko saath le chalo, sabko saath le chalo. Jio or jine do. This is we are not ruthless, and I tell you, we don't have the killer instinct at times. It sounds like if all of you are in monks. Instinct, we won't have been doing half the things that we are doing. You are all in monks' clothes. They have to attack. No, no, we are not sannyasis. We are not sannyasis. No, that's why I've from 17th of June, I have adopted a policy. You attack me, I'll attack you. Hmm. You try to defame me, I will issue a notice to you. If I are, so I will. If you are, if you are going to be aggressive, I am going to be double super aggressive. So I am not going to take it lying down. Now, unfortunately, that's not that was not my policy before, hmm. but in the job I am in, hmm. I have to set a certain pattern. I have to motivate the youngsters in my party. So I said, "Sir, sir, this is the change. We are going to ask you. We were watching the parliament. You came to the parliament. You took your bag and went inside. You were sitting in the car. You were talking to someone. We were not able to get a chance. How do you see this change? The other change is that when you say that we are hitting back, then hitting back is in जो आपके कांग्रेस रूलिंग स्टेट्स हैं, वहीं पे एफआईआर होती है जर्नलिस्ट को यहाँ पर पिक करने आ जाते हैं पुलिस वहाँ पे आती है तो नतीजा यही होगा पुलिस आपके पीछे आएगा एफ आई आर दर्ज होगा तो इसमें देखो हम साधु संत तो है नहीं यार साधु संतों का जमाना गया राजनीति में तो हम जो अगर आप हमें गलत तरीके से हमसे मुकाबला करोगे हम उसी तरीके से आपका जवाब देंगे मैं, मैंने बार बार हमारे साथियों को कहा है पहले दिन जब मैं आया कई लोगों ने मुझसे पूछा आपकी क्या रणनीति होगी दो महीने ढाई महीने पहले क्या रणनीति होगी मैंने कहा मेरी रणनीति एक्ट है तो एक्ट क्या है एक्ट ए सी टी एक्ट ए फॉर एग्रेशन सी फॉर कंसाइसनेस यानी आक्रामक बनो दूसरा सी फॉर कंसाइसनेस अरे संक्षिप्त में आजकल का जमाना भाषणों का जमाना प्रवचन का जमाना नहीं प्रवचन सिर्फ प्रधानमंत्री दे सकते हैं और कोई नहीं दे सकता इस देश में तो आपको अगर कुछ कहना है दो मिनट में कहो तीन मिनट में कहो और तीसरा टी टाइमलीनेस अगर आप मुद्दा आज है मुद्दा का जवाब अभी दो दो दिन बाद नहीं तीन दिन बाद नहीं तो उसका नतीजा आज आप देख रहे हैं लोग पूछ रहे हैं यार ये तो नॉन वेजिटेरियन कांग्रेस है ये तो होम्योपैथी कांग्रेस नहीं है कांग्रेस आराम से बैठी हुई है मारते जाओ आलोचना करते जाओ गाली देते जाओ कुछ कहती नहीं है पतिन तो इसमें बदलाव आया है तो आपको लगता है सर कि ये और पार्टी में मैं अभी अभी तीन दिन में असम में था पश्चिम बंगाल में था उड़ीसा में था युवा पीढ़ी में युवा जनरे कार्यकर्ताओं में जोश आया ठीक है सर अभी कम्युनिकेशन में कुछ हमें क्लैरिटी मिल रही है 
किंतु परंतु का जमाना गया किंतु परंतु का जमाना गया और जिस भाषा में हम कम्युनिकेट कर रहे हैं प्रचार कर रहे हैं वो सबको समझ में आता है दिस अग्रेशन दैट यू आर टॉकिंग अबाउट बट राहुल गांधी इज ही से हम प्यार की राजनीति कर रहे हैं हम सो देन यू कीपिंग द ये गुड कॉप बैड कॉप रूटीन भी होता है जॉब No, why is a communication no, no, person's job? See, leader's job is to manage everybody, hmm. right? My job is to communicate. Okay. If I do not communicate in a manner that enthuses and infuses confidence in the party worker, in the party colleague, I am not doing my job. Frankly, I am not communicating. My first target of communication is internal. it is to educate our own people inform our own people enthuse our own people and then they will develop the courage and they will have the instruments to take on our political opponents the number of seats that you have in parliament you certainly punch above uh, your weight you know you're there in all tv debates you're there in the social media well, you're yeah, everywhere so why do you say there's some hum this victim mentality ki humko have you seen the way anchor street our uh, spokesperson the way they go have after seen, everybody have you seen uh, we've had to we've had to uh, boycott three channels right now we have removed the ban on one ch- one of the three channels but the on the other two channels we've not removed what do you get by boycotting if you're not allowed to present your point of view if you're there to be insulted why go if See, anchors are no longer anchors in this country. Anchors have become partisan players in the debate. I can understand if you're an anchor, mm. your job listen to you, listen to him, mm. listen to me, and you know then allow each of us to have a debate. And the anchor itself, himself or herself, becomes an aggressive participant, and he wants to bash up everybody else who has a different point of view. I don't think that's fair. So you think the format of television yeah, complete, is complete, has broken? Complete. It's a. It's it's a. It's no longer an honest debate. So it's no longer an informed debate. It's the anchor trying to express anger. It's not anchor. It's anger. You know that's all. Is and so is an anger management part of a communicator's job? So, but I can't manage Arunam Goswami or Rahul Shivshankar or Navika Kumar. Incidentally. we have removed the ban on one of the three channels which hmm. we were not going to hmm. we have removed the ban our debate our spokesperson are going on z even though z may be critical of us i don't mind if times now or republic tv are critical of us i don't mind let them be critical but they must be fair fair means we're giving you enough time give, to they speak must give me, they must give us enough time they can't make fun of us they can't go after our spokespersons they can't run down our leadership and the language that you use also has to be Somewhat dignified. If you are also going to be descending to the level of the gutter, that's not an order. That doesn't make for a proper debate. I don't like. I don't like boycotting any channel. Frankly, let me tell you, hmm. I do not like boycotting anybody. I like to p- listen to people who are critical. I like to listen to you because your channel is always critical of my party. Okay. Uh, so I like your your correspondent. I like to listen to him. I talk to him. So. I I don't want to collect only you know hangers on and yes people around naysayers I don't, I don't also want. 
But you have to give me, you have to move one step ahead. You have to take one step forward. Hmm. So... I am. A, I'm sorry to say that but you, you know we are continuing this I ban agree on two with, of these three channels. I, uh, okay, fine. The channels I'm going to get out of, but I do understand that uh, you know that you you are miffed with some of them. I get that. No, we are I'm miffed not, with you also. Okay. Oh, a lot of our people, a lot of our senior leaders, our spokespersons. Sir, आप ये नहीं कोई इतना time क्यों देते हैं? भाई सुबह से शाम तक हमारे reporters आपको cover करते हैं. आप ये नहीं ये नहीं. आप when I went to Kollam. When I went to uh, you know who's Tarendra, covering Rahul Gandhi from I went from to Kanyakumari every single day. I was saying so the first question I asked, "Where is he?" So somebody asked, "Sir, why are you sitting here? Why are you sitting here?" The first tweet of about Bharat Jodo Yatra comes from Kanyakumari only. First thing in the morning. 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 one in the uh, covid situation she didn't have a role at that stage and then secondly during the up election and it length and it was uh, uh, very uh, lengthy showed baat acha any hamara problem media nahi hai hamara problem hai apne aap ko sudharna hai andar sangathan mein parivartan lana hai hame mazboot karana hai aur हमारा कम्युनिकेशन में सुधार लाना है हमारी राजनीतिक रणनीति में सुधार लाना है मीडिया अपने आप आएगी मैं मेरा हमेशा ये मानना रहा है कि मीडिया घोड़े के समान है वो घोड़े पर जो जॉकी बैठता है ना वो घोड़े को सही रास्ते पर चला सकता है या गलत रास्ते पर चला सकता है घोड़े को तेजी से चला सकता है या धीमी गति से और आप पॉलिटिकल पार्टीज हाथी हो क्रशिंग एवरीथिंग वेल यू वेर यू गोइंग जिन चैनलों ने हमें समय नहीं दिया करते थे जो अखबार हमारा समाचार नहीं छपा करते थे भारत जोड़ो यात्रा को कवर कर रहे हैं क्योंकि न्यूज आ रहा है सर लेकिन भारत जोड़ो अगर अगर हम अब सही तरीके से काम करें तो मीडिया ऑटोमेटिकली मॉर्निंग I'm glad. Right? I'm so, glad you woken up. So uh, glad you have woken, woken up. up. <laughs> right? Now you're Bharat Jodo. Let me get to that. Who decides who's meeting Rahul Gandhi and why did that meeting with the pastor happen? No, no, the pastor was an accidental meeting. It was not it was not a planned interaction at all. These okay. interactions are decided by the local PCCs. I see. They're lo- decided by local leaders. We can't sit and decide who. Hmm. Be- all we have said is hmm. that we have the first phase is from 7 to 10:30. Hmm. So from 10:30 to 12, Mr. Gandhi will relax. Bharat Jodo Yatris will relax. Uh, 12 o'clock they have lunch. From 2 to 3 they have an interaction. 4 o'clock we start walking again till 7:30. So we have seven hours of walking. We cover about 21, 22 kilometers. Now in that particular instance, what happened was after he addressed a press conference, he went back to his room. And while he was going back to his room, there were a bunch of you know local hmm. that we uh, the Bharat. Yatri uh, was had was spending time at that 
church premises because the church premises was big. Hmm. There was a big garden. There was a big, you know, courtyard. So they said, Rahul ji, please, can we have a discussion? Can we just have some tea for five minutes? And Rahul Gandhi, you know, all his innocence, he said, fine. And one guy who was not supposed to record this interaction, recorded, happens to be this pastor. Uh, and then he made, you know, highly objectionable comments, which were made even more objectionable by the media. Hmm. Uh, and then we, we immediately put out the video, sure. you know, which, which debunked this whole thing. So these interactions take place. They're not scripted. He's meeting. They're, they're not scripted. They see. He is the morning part of the yatra draws about five thousand people. They're not sanitized. The interactions draw about two hundred to two hundred and fifty people. They are not sanitized. The second the part of the yatra, which is from four to seven thirty, draws twenty five to thirty thousand people. They're not sanitized. People are coming on their own. Now, the only thing that can be sanitized is this formal interactions, mm. you know, with students. And, uh, yeah. That, after mm. what happened in the first two days, we are now taking a little more care. For example, now we are not allowing uh, our interactions to be recorded. We record it and we release uh, the audio or the video as the case may be. See, in this type of a program where he's meeting, not only he, all of us are meeting hundreds and hundreds, literally hundreds and thousands of people. It's impossible to outsafe for for each and every individual. Right. Then what do you say about this whole thing that it is just basically repackaging of RG and it is to motivate um, to motivate the cadres of the Congress rather than the the esoteric term of Bharat Jodo? No, no. It is a it is a Bharat Jodo campaign uh, in the context of. Uh, the result of the policies of the Modi government, which is leading to economic inequalities, social polarization, and political centralization. That's the that's the political part of the Bharat Jodo, hmm. which is that you need Bharat Jodo because Bharat is being todored. And Bharat is being todored as a result of the ideologies and the policies of the government, or particularly of the Mr. Modi's government and the RSS, which is leading to economic inequalities, which is leading to social polarization, and which is leading to political centralization. And that's why you need Bharat Jodo. The other objective, which I am not fighting shy of admitting and saying it on every occasion, it is to strengthen the Congress party. It is a mass contact program for the Congress party, which is, after a long time, has come on to the streets, the district, at the block level, at the district level, at the state level, workers are coming out uh, in hundreds and thousands, literally, uh, and getting a new sense of participation. So you don't okay, see Congress move objective. happening. One minute, second part. There's a third objective. Of course, it's a new Mr. Rahul Gandhi who's being seen day in and day out. His endurance, his his patience, his uh, his ability to connect with people, his willingness to talk. Of course, he's listening. He's not giving... Desh ke naam sandesh, like some others do every time they speak. So, these are the three objectives. There is a political objective, there is an organizational objective, and there is an individual objective. There's no doubt about it. I'm, I'm not running away from admitting it. Hmm. Now, Mr. Gandhi is very clear that he's not leading the Bharat Yatra. That, you know, he's Bharat Jodo Yatra. He's, you know, one of 120. But I keep telling him that the entire public focus is on you. Hmm. Uh, the media's focus is on you. Media doesn't want to interview me. Media wants to interview you. Right. So he knows it. But he's at pains, even in the press conference at Nagarkoil, he said, look, when somebody asked him this question, look, I am one of the 120 people who are going to complete the 3,700 kilometers. 
But, you know, I understand that all of you are interested only in my movements. I mean, for example, nobody else will be interested in what I am wearing or what I am, you know, what my shoes or my kurta t-shirt, t-shirt, how I am sleeping, where I am sleeping and all those things. So there is this, there is, is it repackaging of Mr. Rahul Gandhi? Undoubtedly. Is it strengthening of the Congress party? Undoubtedly. Is it to take on the BJP and set a narrative for 2024? Undoubtedly. What narrative is this for 2024? This narrative is that these are the three big challenges that India faces. That the result of Mr. Modi's ideology and his policies is economic inequality is increasing, polarization is taking place and is intensifying, and political centralization is resulting in states getting weaker, constitutional bodies getting weaker, and the constitution being ignored in more instances than there is actually so been adopted. Me, is now that's how you may argue with us on the narrative. Sure. I want them to argue on our narrative. So is, I want the BJP to attack us on our narrative. But they're attacking us on our t-shirts. Is this on our containers? Is also the uh, one of the what things sort of that a crappy exchange are we having with the BJP on a day-to-day basis? <laughs> I don't understand. You re, you. Take objection. I think it's that lowest common. No, I mean it's ridiculous. Denominator. I, I welcome a political debate. I have said this on when I responded on the T-shirt and the container debate and something else. I said, look, these are the political objectives of the Bharat Jodo Yatra. I am prepared for a debate on a daily basis. And then you have this, uh, you know, Jhoot Kirani uh, saying that he never he went to Kanyakumari and didn't go and visit uh, Vivekananda Memorial. We put out a video. He started the Bharat Jodo Yatra. From the Vivekananda Memorial. Do you want to reduce the debate to this? This level of falsification. Is it is it also a message that you're sending out to the other political, the non-BJP parties, that uh, uh, that you know that you are or your party is the one which is going to be leading the yes, fight against? Yes, yes, yes. Y e s, yes. Okay. We are not going to play poodle anymore. Hmm. Opposition unity without a strong Congress is not possible. So far, the Congress has given more than what it has taken in any coalition agreement. Coalition means give and take. Coalition is compromise. I'm sorry to say that many parties, like-minded parties, have grown at the expense of the Congress. We can't allow this to happen. Congress has to be strong. Hmm. And the Congress... We are not... Are you? If you're asking me, are we doing this... Uh, Bharat Jodo Yatra for opposition unity? Answer is no. Hmm. We are doing it for strengthening the Congress party, which we believe will be in the benefit of opposition unity if and when this opposition unity no, no, moves, I, take concrete yeah. shape in the run-up to 2024. Right. If not, and when. Yeah. But that's not at the back of our minds. So, opposition unity, everybody working on, but everybody's working on leading the moves towards right unity. now we are not interested we are not talking of opposition unity mm. right now we are interested only in strengthening the congress party we are not interested in trying to project a prime minister for 2024 why we are not because our elections are not a beauty contest between individuals it's if the party is weak it sounds very uh, catchy beauty no, it's contest not, but, but it's, it has become it is, no, personality driven because you people have made it that way but hasn't it you become people when people it go way. to vote we we have political parties political parties have poll symbols they have manifestos they have organizations they have mobile. Of course, they have faces. Yeah, of course. Of when, course, they have when faces. When Bengal election happens, isn't it Mamta Banerjee that they go to vote? Uh, when in Andhra Pradesh, don't they say KCR ko vote dena, Stalin ko vote dena? It's been in in past. Is always Indira Gandhi. Party is still important. Party. I know a lot of people who vote still. 
there is people still vote for the Mr. congress mr pilu modi is listening to you from there when you say that party is important individual is not no, important no, no, no. he said india is india right i didn't say that now this is a typical uh, you know way of misinterpreting what what did i say i said our elections are not a beauty contest between individuals they are a choice of political parties so political party mein it is headed by individuals not no, not headed no. by elephants I and dogs i know individuals who have been in the congress who have lost and who have gone to the bjp and won why the same individual who is lost in the bj in the congress has won win the bjp ticket why because people are voting for the bjp people are voting for mr modi i am not i'm not denying that fact people voted for mr vajpayee people voted for mr rajiv gandhi people voted so for indira gandhi if say but these it's a mixture of both party organization party ideology party symbols and individual leadership right now our challenge is to strengthen our organization bring it to a level of preparedness give our party workers a sense of belonging a sense of enthusiasm and a sense of we can do hmm. and we will do but you become you, you know in spite we of cannot, the bharat jodo yatra you cannot be led by opposition parties that's what i'm saying yeah that's we, what i want you cannot to. be led my so sorry when i say led by what i meant to say is that we cannot we cannot dance to the tune of somebody else okay we are the congress is the pivot of any non bjp coalition hmm anybody who thinks that the congress is not going to be the pivot i'm afraid is living in a fool's paradise so it's a clear message for kcr it's a clear message for they nitish kumar they can do whatever they want they can do they whatever they can have a third front i have i was i worked in a third front government i was mr chidambaram was a finance minister i was his advisor and i knew i know what problems were there in the third front i have also worked i was a minister in a upa government the upa was a different type of government it was a, it was not a third front government although the cpm kept out you know in hmm. upa one but by and large it was a the congress was in and what gave stability what gave instability to devagoda's government was the fact that the congress was out what gave instability to chandrashekhar was outside the support was out. yeah that's what i mean that's what i mean but that's because you guys chose to upa 1 and upa 2 was the fact that the congress was in but so you, your your priority is to just to strengthen congress party till 2024 this, this is your first my priority my first objective is president to banao pehle what when congress is the president congress must get must our first milestone is we must reach 150 seats that's our first milestone our second milestone will reach 200 and what seats. about the congress presidential election if we have this podcast a week from now you'll know who the congress president is so have he, it you call me back on the first and we can discuss on the who the congress president is right so that's the agenda you no, come back uh, no and... on the first if there is no election Huh. If there is an election, you call me back on the nineteenth, and we can have a discussion. But this whole thing—I mean, Rahul Gandhi keeps saying that you know there will be an election, and I'm not the one. Of course, and he's going to be saying this. One. He's been saying and, this, and then so if anybody wants to contest, if anybody wants to contest, he's welcome. Look, I was sitting in Trivandrum press conference next to one potential contender, and I was asked this question. So, and so I turned to the potential. Why don't you name him? Why don't I turned him? to the potential contender and says, "You know, we're a democratic party. He's, whoever wants to contest can contest yeah, the election." Yeah, poor Jitendra Prasad also listened to that. Jitendra Prasad contested. Contested what you happened? Had, yeah. See, I'll tell you. 
since you've you asked remember me, that you, period let me tell you in 137 years we've had elections only on four occasions mm. 1938 when netaji subhash chandra bose defeated gandhi's candidate 1950 when purushottam das tandon supported by sardar patel defeated acharya kriplani who was supported by jawaharlal nehru yes. 1997 when sitaram kesri contested one against sharad pawar and rajesh pilot and 2000 when sonia gandhi defeated jitendra prasad we are the only political party which has a system for electing the president but why bother but once now? again hmm. we are not a party we are not we have not always elected a president hmm. we have elected elected a president only four occasions in 137 years but we are the only party that has provision and as and has the system for electing the election i believe my personal belief i i have said so and i don't mind repeating it i am a great believer of the kamaraj model of management which is to find to talk to everybody find a consensus candidate this is what kamaraj did in 1964 this is what kamaraj did in 66 this is what kamaraj tried to do in 67 you know in 67 there was an election but of course there was a compromise soon thereafter so i believe that this consensus creation model is a better model than the british model now today the result of it is in the british model you have truss listrus and all her supporters and rishi sunak and his supporters are completely out it's a winner take all model hmm. the consensus but here model, the winner is going to be rahul gandhi no. regardless of who is no, how if he's not a can if he's not mr madhusudan he, mistri has said very clearly there is no right in candidate you cannot write rahul gandhi on the uh, you know on the ballot form the ballot form will only have it's the only names. going to be rahul gandhi no. regardless of who becomes so president right no, right no, no, you wait till the first no look uh, mr Sa- rahul gandhi for the next 5 and a half months is going to be on the bharat jodo yatra next 5 and a half months this is going to end only in the end so of whoever February. comes in paduka rakke he will be the president for that no you wait like till one, the first you wait till the first look uh, it's going to be the gandhi family all the time no the gandhi family occupies right? Uh, the gandhi family occupies a special place in the congress it occupies a unique place in the congress doesn't the rss occupy a unique place mm. uh, in the in the bjp it's just that the people keep changing in do. the rss right and people keep changing in the bjp but people don't change in the gandhi family it's the family right i mean i don't understand i don't frankly i don't understand the distinction that you're drawing the family has given the country three prime ministers right the family has an unparalleled record of service to the party and to the country mm. the party in its wisdom the party because of its belief has decided to give the family a special place in its scheme of things i welcome that and it's a, it's a reflection of reality the family has the family has contested election has lost election indira gandhi lost in 77 she was reelected by the same electorate in 1980 mr gandhi was rejected by the electorate in 2019 so this is not this is not uh, anmol ambani or you know whatever isha ambani who cannot be who will be rejected by the shareholders 
That's a this private is, enterprise. So let's not even no, no, get into that. It's a private enterprise built on public so, resources. So don't draw this distinction see, between this private enterprise. See, this is where I'm saying your leftist Naxal <laughs> ideology coming in. I know too much of the Indian. You don't do much. I know too anti, much of the Indian corporate sector. So don't draw this distinction between private and public. Yes. All I'm saying is, okay. in in the public domain, there's a certain sense of accountability. People can reject you. People rejected Indira Gandhi. People have rejected in Amethi, have rejected uh, Mr. Rahul Gandhi. We can argue about what there the margins are. There are balance sheets in a private enterprise, no, 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 no. whereas in a public... So, the Gandhi okay. family has a unique place in the Congress party. They will continue to have... Are you if you're going if you're telling me that they will do backseat driving? Look, okay. If you're that's what you're saying. That's that always whoever, happened, right? Whoever is the Congress president, he they will do the, the name of uh, Charanjit Singh Chenni in Punjab. Huh. And then Mrs. Gandhi was a president. Lot, lot of lot of thought went into Chenni. See, you're not privy to uh, every, neither am I privy to all. Certainly not you. If I am not privy, you can't be privy. Yes, sir. The there are processes that go have, have been gone through before you know these decisions are taken. These are not instantaneous decisions that take get taken. Now, if the fear that you are expressing that whoever comes on this is Bharata and Lord Rama is somewhere else. He's in the Ayodhya. Uh, he's in the you know Bharat Jodo Yatra. He'll finish the Bharat Jodo Yatra. And then the padukas will be removed, and he will, you know. I and, said Bharata, you say Shankaracharya. Uh, you said it just like Shankaracharya jodoed India at that point. Rahul Gandhi. Look at the comparison you're doing between Rahul Gandhi and Shankaracharya. I'm just right? saying that very few people. The Bhakti movement started in the south, and then you accuse the BJP Bhakti of being part. No, look no, at the Bhakti movement Bhakti you are doing. Yeah, but no, this is not Bhakti movement. This is tapasya. In fact, Mr. Rahul Gandhi said in the civil society that there are two emotions. There are two pillars of Indian. Sort of, you know, Indian philosophy. One is bhakti, and the other one is tapasya. I am doing tapasya. He certainly doesn't want bhakti from all of us, unlike right. many others in, on the other side of the political spectrum. So you're going to come back to us after. I the, will come back to you when the president. Say, I come back to you on the first of October, uh, evening, in case the candidate is unanimous. Okay. Right. I come back to you on the nineteenth of October, if there is an election, and there is. Uh, announcement of the winner will be made. So either on the first evening or the 19th evening, I'll come and we can have this discussion. Thank you so much for being part of this discussion. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you for listening in to ANI Podcast with Smita Prakash. Do like and subscribe to the show on whichever platform you're listening on. Namaste. Jai Hind. Jai Hind.